Well, let's get into our SMME focus. And today we're speaking to Tabisa uh, Moleshe, who is the CEO at Wild Coast Foods. Tabisa, good morning. Good morning, Kathy. Morning to the listeners. It's, it's a pleasure to have you with us this morning. So firstly, just tell us about Wild Coast Foods. What do you do? Okay, so uh, Wild Coast Foods is a company that operates in the uh, agro-processing space. We basically manufacture food and beverages um, in the eastern parts of the Eastern Cape. I actually am the COO of the business, and our CEO is Anelim Chemla. Mm. How long ago did you start this business? We started about May 2019, Kathy, mm. and um, we kind of wanted to find a solution for the lack of economic opportunities for youth and women in the Eastern Cape and also just um, the lack of industrialization in those parts of the Eastern Cape, the former Transkei. So we, we're keen in, in um, establishing a business that addressed those um, issues, and agro-processing and uh, beverage manufacturing was our solution. Mm. Um, yeah, so essentially what, what the business is, is government also identified the same problem in the area, and um, move toward to develop what is called the Wild Coast Industrial Park, which is almost like a socioeconomic, uh, sorry, an SEZ format in the Eastern Cape. So they literally are looking for black industrialists to participate in the industrial park um, for agro-processing, food manufacturing. Essentially, that's what the hub is, is gearmarked for. Mm. Tell me about the work that you're doing in particular with um, smallholder farmers, because that seems to be a huge chunk of the work that you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So the strategy for the business is actually rolled out, going to be rolled out in four phases over a six-year period. Mm -hmm. And the first of which is the one that you've described is the development of smallholder farmers in the eastern parts of the Eastern Cape. And that involves kind of... um, helping the development of those farmers to commercial um, operations. Mm. So we assist them in um, finding markets, which is one of the key barriers for smallholder farmers, is to finding markets where they can sell their produce. We also assist with uh, technical support. So how do you farm? What are the best technologies to use in farming and the best methods to use with certain crops, etc.? How do you treat your soil? Um, How do you use water efficiently, etc.? And thirdly, we then also link them up to funding opportunities for them to grow their operations. So uh, Wild Coast Foods, you could say, operates as almost an, an, well, not almost, as an aggregator. So we take Mm -hmm. all of their produce uh, and we um, help them to find markets through fresh produce markets, through formal retail channels, etc. So farmers, for instance, also have um, barriers in terms of um, accessing inputs. If you're smallholder farmers, you're not going to need tons and tons of um, um, chemicals. So you want to buy in the quantities that you are farming in. And we found that there's a huge challenge for them in in, in that aspect. So where we come in is when we aggregate our farmers in that sense, we can then deal um, with input service providers to say, on an aggregated volume, um, we can get better prices and better um, uh, quantity denominations that are Mm. useful for our smallholder farmers. Mm. So so how do you make your money um, as what sounds like the middleman, and that's probably not the best description for it in this process? 
Mm. So essentially, we we since we find the markets on behalf of the farmers, mm. then we take a commission in terms of that. So um, we'll make we'll make some money um, basically selling the produce on behalf of the farmer. Mm-hmm. And you know the the scale that that you're talking about here when it comes to a small scale farmers, uh, how, how much produce do you actually need one to be producing in order to register to to sign up with you guys? Because <laughs> so, <laughs> it can all be relative, right? Very much so. So we it, we don't typically um, engage with anything that is smaller than a hectare. Um, so when you start with a hectare going upwards, so some of our farmers do have hectares, others go up to 10 hectares, mm. um, and that, that makes it more of a, 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 an effective exercise for us. What have you learned about the agricultural sector since you started in this business? And, you know, 2019 is not uh, a long time ago, but I imagine that uh, just the the, the journey so far, the two, three-year journey so far must have been quite enlightening. Absolutely. It's been enlightening in one key um, aspect. Mm. is that one of the quotes that I always say is that an entrepreneur – um, without funding is like a musician without an instrument. Mm. And we found that one of the key, key barriers for smallholder farmers is finding access to funding mm. to grow their operation, also to get support in terms of um, um, technical support. How do I grow my produce? Um, what is the best time to, to, to plant a certain crop? Um, how do I treat it during the growing cycle, etc. So there's, there's a little bit of a lack of support in that aspect. The other is that um, there's a real big struggle for access to markets. So as a smallholder farmer, I would want to go sell my green peppers to a shop right or a food lover's market. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's certain um, things that I have to do to ensure that I can access those markets. And that's where we come in with some of our partners. So we take our farmers through um, um, local gap certification, which is kind of an audit program that assists them with quality and food safety compliance. Mm -hmm. And that helps them then to engage with formal markets so that if a shop site is buying my produce, I know that there's an element of food safety and quality compliance that's been happening at primary agricultural level that I can be um, assured will um, make sure that my produce that I sell at, at, at store is of the right quality and standard. Tabisa Muleshe is the COO at Wild Coast Foods. And as she's talking to us about the business that they're part of, as you heard, they started in 2019, a small business involved in the agro-processing and the beverage manufacturing sector. So after this, we'll get into the agro-processing aspect of things because that in itself uh, can be quite capital intensive. We'll find out how uh, they've managed to actually deal with that. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're in conversation with Tabisha Moleshe. Uh, she is the CEO at Wild Coast Foods. It's for our SMME focus today. And they're telling us about uh, their business that, of course, operates out of the Eastern Cape and just the work that they've been able to do so far, especially with smallholder farmers. Now, Tabisha, part of the work that you're doing also includes agro-processing and beverage manufacturing. And, you know, that mm-hmm. is almost uh, on the other end, right, of, of having that fresh 
fresh produce. You're turning it now into into something else. And and speak to me about what that has has entailed for you so far as a business. All right, thanks, Kathy. So on the agro-processing side, um, I'll bring in here two key um, players who've assisted the business so far. Mm. The agro-processing is is almost on uh, phase three and four of the project after the beverages. So when you're developing your farms and you're developing your produce, it takes a bit of time, especially when you are um, planting fruits and tropical fruits, um, uh, crops like we would be, like mm. your avocados and citrus and apples, etc. Mm. So they have a growing program anything between two to six years um, for, for fruit. So essentially, we then um, have been working with the DTI, um, C and um, the Kuha Development Corporation. As part of the um, industrial park, the Kuha Development Corporation um, is acting as an implementing agent for DTIC. So they assist us in funding our facility that will be processing the fruit and vegetables from our farm. Mm. So they essentially pay for the top structure um, through the DTIC's Black Industrialist Scheme. And... It's each of the investors, which Wild Coast Foods is one of them, to then find additional funding for your equipment, essentially, to to run Mm. your operation. Mm. So on the agro-processing side, um, we're hoping that we're going to be up and running in about uh, three years' time. As phase two, as you said, (laughs) there's a a few of the stages, is Mm. beverages. Um, So beverages has been... um, also assisted um, through the assistance of Kocha. We did a feasibility study, Kathy, to see what in the industrial park um, so that we're not just waiting for our, our trees and our fruits to grow. Mm-hmm. And um, through uh, um, the assistance and funding of Kocha, we're able to have a look and see um, what is the opportunity to do carbonated soft drinks within the eastern part of the Eastern Cape. So the population in that region is just is over three million, and carbonated soft drinks manufacturers and bottlers are uh, not exactly there. You'll find them in East London, perhaps at Zabecha, Durban, Queenstown, etc. Mm. And the opportunity um, then clearly presented itself for a manufacturing operation within the the industrial park. And how we've positioned Wild Coast Foods in that sense is that we would be a contract manufacturer for other bottlers and other retailers who want to produce their own brands. So if you have a beverage idea um, or if you are a shoprite and you want to produce your own, which they already do, mm. um, we would be the facility where you can um, produce your own brand and also be able then to distribute in that huge captive market, which is the Oar Tambo area and its, and its um, um, population. So if, if I'm hearing you correctly, Tabisa, effectively what you're doing is that you're building different layers of your business, but you're doing it almost level by level. So in order to have a sustainable beverage or even agro-processing business, you, of course, have to have reliable supply. So your focus right now is on ensuring that you're able to have farmers who whose produce you can rely on and who you have built some kind of rapport with over a period of years that I imagine that with time will be a a, a huge um, contribution to the sustainability of your own business going forward. 100%. 
So we, we have wanted, we've set it up so that we can ensure sufficient throughput in the facility mm. by establishing the businesses on the primary agricultural side mm. um, and processing within that facility. So you're 100% right on that. As, as, as a 100% fully black-owned woman um, business, does that have any bearing for who you do business with? Um, no. Well, in the sense that <laughs> we are very much, um, our vision is very aligned to the upliftment of other black businesses, mm. of other people in black people in, in, in similar industries. Um, so our focus is working with other black in, uh, um, industry players. Um, so to that extent, yes, I would say we, we very much focused on um, other black businesses who can assist us in either as a, as a supplier or even just as a technical partner. Mm. What have you been able to find in terms of maybe black business black women that are in farming uh, in 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 your specific area around the wild coast are you finding that you have a lot of women uh, that that are actually in this field we have a lot of women that are absolutely keen um are just propelling themselves through their own efforts and as i mentioned before they are experiencing those very significant challenges in growing their businesses mm. so um our mission and our vision is specifically geared towards working with the youth and women um, in that area for that reason. Tabisa Moleshe, let me thank you so much for your time and for coming onto the show today. Uh, she's the COO at Wild Coast Foods. And as you hear, uh, a fledging business still very much in its early years, but Already sounds like a lot of work that they've been able to get done and, and a lot of support um, that they've been able to receive, in particular from different agencies. And uh, Tabisha, I, I'm not sure if you're still on the line. Um, you, you are talking a lot about the kind of support that you've been able to um, secure, in in particular from your some of your state agencies. And these are often the, the, the agencies that we've got people calling in saying that it's difficult to even get a door in to access any kind of grant or, or funding that is said to be available. How did you do it? Um, I think we were fortunate in that we we were kind of aligned to the implementing agent of the DTIC, where most of the funds for the industrial park will come from. So the Guha Development Agency, we've been dealing with Doc, uh, Dr. Keith Duplessis and David Lofuso, who are the program managers, and they've been um, instrumental in kind of putting us in front of um, potential funders. But um, other listeners and entrepreneurs, I mean, are are experiencing very real challenges that we've experienced as well because before that, I mean, right now we actually are self-funded. Um, so everything has come out of our pockets except for the technical um, um, support that we've received from Guha, the feasibility studies, the appointment mm. of our architects and our QS people who are currently doing the layout and design of the facility as, as we speak. Um, but there are very real challenges still in, get, in engaging and accessing funds from agencies. So it, it is something that is quite valid that's been brought up. Um, to our um, benefit, we've had the, the support of Guha. I think that would be the key difference. Mm.
All right. Tabisha, let me wish you all of the best in terms of your business. And we certainly look forward to uh, getting some of your drinks in four to six years' time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully finding that in retailers or even maybe in, in your own stores. By by the sounds of it, it might even end up there. Uh, Tabisa Moleshe is the CEO at Wild Coast Foods. It's 10.30. Amanda has your headlines. Amanda?